Disclaimer, the content that we talk about in this podcast is explicit and oftentimes covers hard topics such as murder, abuse, and sexual assault. If any of these things trigger you, please exit before the show continues. All opinions in this podcast are our own and do not represent the opinions of anyone else. This podcast is for entertainment and is not meant to cause any harm to anyone discussed in this podcast. Well, hello. Welcome to our show. Gruesome Gab. (laughs) I'm Amethyst. And I'm Jada. And this is Gruesome Gab. Gruesome Gab. So we have been trying to get this project started for a hundred years. A year. (laughs) One year. It feels like a hundred. But a lot of our friends and family, if you're listening right now, we know that you guys have been awaiting this day just like us. So we're super excited to get started. And we have a few things that we want to go over before we get started, such as introducing this show. So not only are we your typical white girls, <laughs> white girls that are <laughs> obsessed with dogs and iced coffee and true crime, but we're basically detectives and we love diving headfirst into all of these cases. And we love telling the stories of the victims that had to live through these experiences So that way they can live on and we can learn from the situations that they unfortunately went through. We love having good, crazy, long conversations about all things weird. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. So if you're into all things weird, then listen up because we have all things weird for you today. And we're basically detectives. (laughs) So um, currently we're still working on our website and all of our social sites. So keep checking those out and you'll see some updates on there. You'll see things improving, getting better. And we always like to hear your opinion. So if there's anything on our websites or social that you want to see or have us talk about, just let us know. And if you don't know our website, it is www.gruesomegab.wixsite.com slash my dash. dash. Okay, site. Sorry. So that's gruesomegab.wixsite.com slash my dash site. So that's M-Y dash S-I-T-E until we can buy our domain. So, And if you like the show, don't forget to share with your friends and family and subscribe. And we will be taking suggestions as well. And you can make those suggestions on our website. We're trying our hardest to get to 50 listeners and podcasts really grow by word of mouth. So if you could just let your friends know or direct them to our website and they can explore for themselves, we would really appreciate it. So as you guys know, there is news in the true crime world. We're going to be touching on that a little bit today, just because since it is so popular, we feel like it would almost be kind of like shady of us if we didn't right. at least it is, talk about it. It is big news right now. It really is. And we're talking about Gabby Petito. Um, you've probably already heard what's going on with her, but basically she is an influencer that was van lifing, van van lifing. Uh, with her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie. Um, her and Brian were having some issues. They got into an argument. There was some, um, what is it called? I almost said dash cam, but it's not called dash cam. Um, like body Body cam cam. footage of them having an argument. And, you know, there's a lot of layers into this. Police were involved. Yes. And so they decided to split ways and eventually Brian ended up showing up home to Florida without Gabby and in their van. Yeah. And keep in mind, they were in Wyoming. Right? Uh, no, Utah? I think they were in Utah. They Utah. were in Moab, Utah at the and time. And then he showed up in Florida without Gabby. And that's like 40-something hours away. Yeah. Um, 
Basically, there's a lot of stuff going on with this case. And Brian wasn't necessarily cooperating with the police because he never even made a report that she was missing. Her family actually had to report her missing from New York because that's where they're from. And um, that's kind of how the case got brought up because everyone was wondering, uh, why did this guy leave his girlfriend of two years yeah. in the desert by herself without making a police report that she was missing unless he knew where he was? And if he did know where he was, then why wouldn't he just say? That's, right. my, that's so she, my question. She was reported missing on September 11th, but it is speculated that she has been missing since August 25th. Because that is the last time that anyone in her family and last social media posts have been posted from Gabby's Instagram. But some people are um, assuming that the Instagram post was actually made by Brian due to the nature of the caption that was posted with the photo. Uh, it was a photo, a photo that was kind of out of context. And I actually saw on TikTok where someone had mentioned the fact that her roots have been grown out recently because she's been living on the road. She's got blonde hair and anyone with blonde hair knows mm -hmm. you have to keep up with that pretty consistently. And she seemed like she was maybe just letting it go for a while. And then the updated post that was on Instagram was a photo that some people have linked back to October of last year um, and due to the color of her hair. In Oregon. Yes. And so they just thought it was really strange that this Instagram post has been made with this strange caption that seems a lot like Brian's captions on his Instagram. Um, there's a lot of conspiracy around this case. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of hard facts. Um, at this moment, the police are saying that her death is not related to um, the death of Crystal and Kylie. Um, that happened at the same campsite. Um, not at the same campsite, but the same town that their um, argument happened. Actually, at the same exact address where uh kylie was working at was where the occurrence of their argument happened so it's a little weird the police have already uh kind of disbanded this conspiracy and said that there's no way that they're attached but i mean we which, have no evidence right that's what we can say i was like which is a little odd because there is no hard evidence of what of where gabby, gabby is happened to gabby where she is or what's currently happening yeah so like i said people all over social media are making different speculations there's a lot of confusion and theories that are going on i've even heard conspiracies that gabby and brian have planned this for a huge youtube stunt and things like that but her family really does not seem to believe that that's the case and honestly knowing as much as we do about true crime typically these type of things end in a negative way we're really praying for gabby that she's found um, as of right now, the police and the FBI have went into Brian's family home and found that he was not there. He has been missing since Tuesday and his parents did not report him missing until yesterday. Right. right? Which is why I guess he wasn't talking if he wasn't around. Yeah, I but guess. But still a little suspicious. Yeah, Where exactly. is he going? And, and why did he leave without speaking to the police? Which I don't want to just sit here and say, like, it's strictly Brian, but it's starting to look it's really it's starting to look really strongly like he may have some you know sort of involved this case kind of like in a different way kind of reminds me of is chris watts yeah i've heard that from uh, a few people just because chris watts was in the quiet media and like seemed like he was getting along with the police right and try to be the good guy but then again like brian like the first interaction that they had with the police like back at moab um it seemed like he was really trying his hardest to 
give the police this idea of that Gabby was the crazy one mm-hmm. and that he was the abused he, one. If you watch it, he's awfully like giggly. He is. Like, I'm like, he is. And she's like clearly distraught, which is disturbing. But anyhow, we're going to try to keep our opinions on the case limited right now because um, there's a lot of layers and there's, like I said, just so much going on. So um, basically the main concern right now for us is for the police to be able to find Gabby. It looks like the police are currently searching for Brian in Florida um, in some nature reserve or something along those lines. Yeah, in a nature reserve in Florida, which I... Are they having search parties for Gabby? I don't know that they are. I have not heard about any search parties for her. Um, I have heard of like some sightings apparently that have happened. Um, The one at the truck stop. Yeah. And a lot of people are saying that her family has already said that that's not her. It was very odd because she did really resemble. Very like down to like nose, lip, a tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. Everything. But um. Yeah, like we said, the main concern that everyone has is to find Gabby and to find Brian, not because, you know, necessarily he can't take care of himself out there in the woods or wherever he's at, um, but because he is a person of interest at this point. He's not a suspect, but um, police believe that he has more information about Gabby. And honestly, I do, too. I don't see how you can just, like, leave with the van and leave her there with nothing Unless you knew where she was at. Right. And it was her van. And I mean, in that dash or body cam photo, she said she doesn't drive the van often. Right. And she also doesn't have a cell phone. So why would you just leave someone that you really deeply care about in the desert alone with nothing? Doesn't really add up. Doesn't really add up. Not at all. But if you have any information, we are asking that you would please reach out to 1-800-225-5324. And that is 1-800-CALL-FBI. Um, I'm sure they're taking tips about any information, but they're specifically looking for information regarding the whereabouts of Brian or Gabby. And if you have um, any information regarding where they're at. But with that, that pretty much sums up. There's a lot of true crime news as always, but I think we're just going to leave it with the Gabby Petito situation that's going on just because we really want to draw attention to getting her help like that's like the main thing or like getting her home to her family but we will keep you guys updated on our social medias and even maybe next week's podcast if something new is out yes we will keep you updated so we're gonna go ahead and get started on some short spooky stories we decided to do short spooky stories because we wanted to give you like a little insider taste of what this podcast is going to be about because it's not just going to be true crime. We love true crime. However, sometimes you just need a break from murder and, and look into sexual some, assault, right? Awful we cover things. some dark things. Yeah, and, sometimes so. you just need something a little more lighthearted, like vampires that murder other people, <laughs> or, like, or Bloody Mary know, yeah. who comes through a mirror and kills you. <laughs> you know, lighthearted stuff like that. <laughs> So um, I'm actually going to start us off today. I am telling us a story of a real-life Serbian vampire. Um, His name is, or was... Was. Well... You'll see the ending of what happens to Peter. Vampires are supposed to be immortal. Don't worry. We'll get get to that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So his name is Peter Plug... Oh, man. I knew I was going to butcher the same. He is Peter Plug... Plajawit. Someone had said it. I looked it up on YouTube. Okay, I feel bad. Look it up. We're going to have to look it up. 
Okay, so we looked it up and it is Plagoywitz, apparently. So it's Peter Plagoywitz, and he was an original vampire. Uh, that's what I said. No one else said that. Right. right? Klaus. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so basically, Peter died <laughs> when he was 62. Rich. He died uh, in the year 1728 at some point during that time. I could not find when he died. But um, so a few nights come and go and old Peter decides to wake from the grave. And that's very scary because dead people walking is scary. Dead people so, should probably stay dead. Just stay dead and not wake up, <laughs> please. So he goes knock, knock, knocking on his family's dough and his son answers. <laughs> and of course his son is very surprised the because shot, his dead dad is answering the door. No, thanks. Miss you, Dad, but I wouldn't want you to come knock right, on my door. Exactly. And so he shows up and knocks on the door, and he he tells his son, he's like, "I'm hungry. Give me food." And his son is like, "I'm scared. No, <laughs> no." He's like, like I'm getting no bread. Yeah, Get and out. his dad's like, "Okay, then you're my food." So he kills his son oh. and sucks his blood in front of his wife, murders his son in cold blood. So obviously, his wife is like, "This is not my husband. Like, my husband would never do that." But everyone's like, no, that was your husband for sure. And he did that. So victims all around the town start having these weird occurrences. And they start getting sick. They start hearing knock, 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 knock on their door. And then they start dying slowly of blood loss. And they don't know how. But then after they tell people that they have seen yo, Peter. Pete down the road. They were like, yo, Peter was alive and he was knocking <laughs> on his son's door. And then his son died. And now I heard a knocking on my door and now I'm getting sick and I'm dying. I feel like it's Peter. And then as soon as that would happen, as soon as they would vocalize that Peter was visiting them, then they would die soon after with their bodies drained of blood. Yeah. So Peter was like, yo, so, quit talking trash. <laughs> no, Peter was going to kill them regardless. Peter... <laughs> Peter was knock, knock, knocking on the door so he could kill them regardless. Right. He was like, oh, yeah, I remember that one time you crossed me at the grocery store. You we cut me in line. Right? So you're going down, Bartholomew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that name. So after the townspeople start hearing about this, they're like, um, we got to do something about this. About Everyone down the road. Right. Everyone's scared. Everyone's like, um, Peter, no. Peter, no. <laughs> Peter who? <laughs> so... They, as the townsfolks, are like, let's go get some religious folks to help us out with dead people because they dabble in that, right? And so they go down to the religious people. They're like, can you please help us? We think this guy is a bloodsucker. And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, we'll help you. So they go to his grave and they exhume him from the grave. So nice. records say, there are records of this, okay. by the way. There are public records of this happening from a medical official. After they exhume Peter, they pull him out of the grave and they find... Wait, his body was in there? Yes, like he, he was in there, but he was fully preserved as if he had not been dead for the last several weeks. And his nails and hair were completely different. His nails were super long. So his was, hair was, was long. Was Peter just like burying himself every night i don't know or... i don't know if you just like fade back into the darkness and just like sink down back into the earth i don't know how that works honestly but whenever they found him it seemed as if he was breathing and his eyes were open but then they would close like he was like kind of in and out of a daze or like in and out of a sleep and not to mention he had blood smeared all over his mouth from one of his freshly killed victims 
So they were obviously like, yeah, that is the clear sign of a vampire. And so they decided to kill his dead body. Okay. But how'd they kill him if he's already dead? They drove a stake through his heart. A wooden Okay. Stake. So that's where that led. Yes. From. So uh, that's one of the first things that they were like, you know what? No one can live, not even a dead guy with a wooden stake in their heart. And then they caught him on fire. They burned his body because they thought that removing all the remains would be the best way to get rid of him. And nobody saw Peter again. But nine people died. Nine victims so, of this supposed so if vampire. So wasn't Peter from the dead. Somebody was getting away yes. with killing nine people. And then they were like, let's dig up this dead guy and blame it on him. <laughs> so, because he definitely did it from beyond the grave. Literally. And this began like a craze of vampire stories in the 1800s. And it was basically a, a witch hunt for vampires. And they were just digging up dead bodies and staking them and burning well, them I left mean, and right. I mean, think about even now vampires and the stories of them i mean i just mentioned klaus which is right a vampire today so a vampire today yeah, living I mean, among klaus us is definitely klaus. walking the earth <laughs> um but yeah so he was basically there was probably a murderer out there going yeah. around killing people draining them draining blood their blood for some satanic ritual probably or, or just like bathing purposes probably it's um like elizabeth whatever who bathed in young women's youth uh, oh. to keep her, her oh youth. Yeah. the queen yeah. she was a queen i yeah. can't think of her name they, they thought Elizabeth. she you know they thought she was a vampire too i couldn't yeah. think of her last name um but she the b because if she's opposite i'm about to talk to bloody mary about bloody mary and she is actually she, associated with bloody mary so she's like well. she started like a lot of things yeah with well, her. she's not the main bloody mary but she's mentioned she's mentioned <laughs> she's she, she could think, be a part of the tale yeah she some people think it's her, but I think it's more of a confusion. Oh. She was the queen and the let me marry. I'm talking about is also royalty. Okay. Yeah, no, she uh, apparently was also accused of a vampire because I hope we're thinking of the same yeah, queen. Well, did she die? Okay, so apparently the way that she found her was Hungar- Hungary. I almost said Hungary. Hungary um, officials. Hungary officials. Hungarian officials. Killers. Yeah, okay. So... Yeah, Bathory. I hope that's how you say that. Countess Elizabeth Bathory. So she wasn't a, a queen, but apparently she was a serial killer. We really went off topic here. But basically, this lady, Elizabeth, you guys need to know, she used to bathe in blood. Okay. Yeah, she, and she bathed was, in virgin's blood to retain her youth. And that all happened like a whole hundred years before this did, like over a right. hundred years. So, I mean, what if she just inspired somebody and they were just basically like, doing as Elizabeth does. And then they blamed it on poor old Peter. Peter. But you know what? He has a legacy. Does he has he? a legacy. Yeah. Like being a vampire? Being one of the world's first Serbian vampires. This is a really well-known tale, apparently, worldwide. Um, I'd never heard of it, but we live in America. Yeah. So yeah. the only vampire tales that we hear about are Vampire Diaries and <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. But, okay, well, that's pretty much the gist of spooky peter so hopefully if you guys hear a knock knock knocking on your door you have a peephole so you can right. make sure it's not an evil vampire waiting to suck your blood or at least ask for some bread first <laughs> right <laughs> hey son you got any bread <laughs> okay so now we are going to go into the legends of bloody mary so let's talk about bloody mary Let's do it. <laughs> Everybody knows the 
famous slumber party tale of Bloody Mary. And if you don't, let me explain. Um, so it's very popular, mainly with girls. You, yeah, that's what I read. Really? Yeah. So that's it was odd. only a, like a little girl slumber party thing. So maybe. anyways. I was going to say, maybe we tortured our brother because I remember him having to do it a lot. I remember the first time I did it and I, I still am terrified of this legend because of the time we did this with a few kids. Oh my gosh, I think I remember that. Yeah, we were at Grandma's house. Oh no, I don't remember that. <laughs> well, Debbie and Odell's house. Oh, okay. No, I was thinking about the time that we stayed the night with some friends on the soccer team and I locked you in the bathroom and made you do yeah, it. Yeah, this was after that. <laughs> and I was already Trauma. Yeah, <laughs> terrified to even look in the mirror. Okay, anyways. So you go into the bathroom, you turn off all the lights and you say, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary with a candle and a woman will come in the mirror and kill you Claw you up or make your eyes bleed, depending on the legend that you know. Or all of the above. Or, yeah, all the above. Or she'll haunt you She forever. just comes. To, she's like, thank you for opening the portal. Yeah. So, like, could you imagine if the theory that she stays with you, so every time you look in the mirror, like, <laughs> today, there's this woman just behind you. I feel like you get used to her. I get kind of lonely sometimes. I just be like, what's up, Mary? No, it is legit one of my <laughs> biggest fears that I <laughs> Like, I look in the mirror in my reflection doing something different than I am Stop. doing. No, oh I gosh. am serious. Like, I just know that one day I'm going to look up and my reflection will be, like, smiling at you. Yeah. <gasps> You'll yeah. be like, Bloody Mary, is that you? Yeah, from my childhood <gasps> down the road. Oh, my gosh. I just created a conspiracy in my mind. What if we're all actually Bloody Mary? And once you say it, it just, like, triggers your inner Bloody Mary. And that's what happens. People think they're looking at Bloody Mary, but it's just their reflection doing something sketchy. Probably. Probably not. Because probably like, actually. Like, have you ever looked into like theories of behind our collections, like with them being portals for ghosts? Yeah, I've always heard you should never face two mirrors together. Yeah. Because that opens a portal for the devil. I've really heard that. Really? I think it was from Zach Bagans, though. So <laughs> take it, I, take it, how you wanna. Right. Honestly, I love Zach Bagans. No hate on him. He's like my favorite <laughs> person ever when it comes to ghost hunting. Anyways, I'm sorry. We're just yeah. Anyway, so we're yeah. After you do your um, Bloody Mary spill and she claws your eyes out. Yeah, so now I have always wondered where the legend of Bloody Mary had came from. Yeah, like why like, is she trapped up in there? Why are all these little girls going into the bathroom? <laughs> why do we all want to know her and we're worried about her? Right. It's like, <laughs> what's wrong with this girl in the mirror? <laughs> Anyways, so there, if you look into this, there are so many folk stories where this came from. But I'm going to talk about two like big ones that I found. So the first one is about Mary Tudor. So Mary first of England. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mary Tudor. Uh, also known as Bloody Mary. Also known as Henry VIII's daughter. daughter with um, Catherine. Catherine. Why do I know so much history yeah, about because that? Because our parents used to make us watch the Tudors. They didn't make us watch it. Well, we watched it with our that parents. That show was really inappropriate, by the way. And there was many times our parents were like, cover your eyes or leave the room. <laughs> yeah. So... For for the record, our parents. She was like, yeah, the first it. queen of England. Okay. Um. Yeah. She was born on February eighteenth of fifteen sixteen mm-hmm. in Greenwich, England, in the palace of Plantasia. Okay. Am I saying that right? Plantasia. 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 Plus, I don't. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll okay. go with it. We'll go with it. Sorry if I just butchered that American here. Um. She's the only child of King Henry VIII and Catherine of Alicorn. Sorry. Um, American educated. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so 
When she was 17, her father annulled her marriage with her mother because she could not produce an heir. Um, and all that we, we won't even get into King Henry VIII and his many yeah, wives. Yeah, no, let's not. Um, that's a whole... He's a gross he's man. He's a whole episode on his own. <laughs> um, he's a whole psycho on his own. <laughs> so... No wonder she became known as Bloody Mary. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, so anyways... Henry goes on to marry Anne um, Balagon. Balagon? No, that's not a G. It's a Y. Um, Bolin. Bolin. Wow. Balagon. Where did the G come from? I don't know. It's been a long day, guys. Um, Henry got with Anne Boleyn. Yeah. Boleyn. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. I was like, that's definitely not right. Um, Who also only had a daughter. And Anne Boleyn was actually beheaded. Yeah. I remember that. She was a goner from the get-go, probably. She was a mistress at first, and then she became the queen. I knew that wasn't going to last. What they'll do for you, they'll do to you, honey. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's the first case. Okay, so the the legend of Bloody Mary actually became, because Mary always had menstrual problems and pains. And so when she got married to Philip, um, they could not conceive a child. Mm-hmm. And she just really liked to shot her because she was queen. Yeah. And so they needed an heir. Yeah. And she finally got pregnant. Um, Don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, well, just wait. <laughs> so uh, Miss Mary is also the reason we have phantom pregnancies. Okay. So she got pregnant. Her belly grew. She had symptoms. But so her due date came. She goes into her chambers for like months. And the doctor's like, yo, there's still no baby. Like the lady on Dr. Phil that was like right. pregnant for like five years or something. Yeah. She's like, I swear I'm pregnant. This thing's going to be Everybody's huge. Like, no. So she never gives birth, right. obviously. And um, so the people start sad. like. Very sad. Yeah. So at this time, the Catholics and the Protestants are like. You know, they're not getting along. No, at all. So uh, Miss Mary decided as a Catholic, she needs to get rid of the Protestant right. people. Yeah. So then she starts burning them at the stake. Yeah. <laughs> and being a, genocide. Yeah. Just the worst kind of human just to murder everybody who doesn't have the same beliefs as you. Um, yeah. So she takes a throne in 1953 at the age of uh, 37. Sorry, I forgot. Wait, 19? Oh, sorry. 15. I was like, I'm confused. She's also a vampire. I was like, didn't she live in the 14th yes, century? Anyway, like, girl, right. that blood bathing must have done something. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Maybe she was. Maybe, maybe she, she was right out of a... Wait, she's before Elizabeth. So yeah. maybe she started the blood bathing. She probably did. Anyway, so she did not bathe in blood. Or that we know of. Supposedly. <laughs> so she marries a Philip. The phantom pregnancy takes place. Mm-hmm. And she... <laughs> people don't believe her. Okay. So yeah. she doesn't have a baby. She starts marking everybody. Yeah. And then she, all out. she starts killing people. And and she had a bloody reign. Yeah. Like for... Ever. I feel like probably for those people. Could you imagine? No. Just being under reign of an evil lady. So I don't... This is a fun fact about Bloody Mary's The Cocktail. If you want to hear sure, it. Sure, let's hear it. So apparently the Bloody Mary used to be called the Red Snapper, but it was later labeled as the Bloody Mary because of Queen Mary Tudor and her bloody reign against the Protestants in, in England 
in the 1500s. So if you um, ever drink Bloody Mary, just think, oh, genocide. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, apparently the tomato juice represents the blood and the vodka represents um, Queen Mary Tudor's wicked means of executing her enemies. Which, I mean, clearly. So where's, like, the pickle to celery and all that come in? <laughs> That's just for jail. <laughs> okay. That's just for Okay, jail. so it is um, estimated that she killed 240 men oh. and 60 women. Scarier than Peter. Just for being president. Yeah. Way scarier than Peter. So, Honestly, that's horrifying. Can you, you straight up took out fam. The whole fam. Or 300 people because of your religious beliefs. How scary. And that's how she got her name, Bloody Mary. So I wonder how that relates to the actual, like, spooky go in the bathroom and say Bloody Mary. Like, does her is it, like, her spirit rising from the depths? Right. So that's just all, of like... hell. Because, <laughs> you know... That is the only reason I'm like, okay, I know they called her Bloody Mary because she killed a lot of people. But what does that link her with the origins of the Lady in the Mirror? Like... I don't know. I think the other one that you had, um, had mentioned to me made more sense than her being like behind the legend but then again she's pretty infamous so maybe like someone just conjured her up right so there is a there is a a different theory i guess on the bloody mary if you do it in water you get rocked like a baby or something i remember doing it you get what you would say something about mary in the water and you would get felt like you got picked up and rocked oh okay like you're a baby like a baby and so she would be linked to that because she couldn't ever have children Hmm. Yeah. And so you would become her like child, but that's not really related to the woman in the mirror. Yeah. And one you just mentioned is about a young girl. Um, also probably way before everything was a fever. Uh, so she got sick with a fever. And back in this time, they had to use doctors to use a mirror beneath your nose to tell so like a little dental mirror to see if you were breathing because it would fog up. That's how they basically told. If you were alive, I don't know if they didn't know what a pulse was or how to read them. But no, um, they didn't know anything in the 14th century. Wait, I don't know if that was in the 14th right, century. Right. It didn't. The thing I said didn't really stay. Okay. I was going back to Bloody Mary. I, I feel like it was probably about that time. Maybe. And so, If they were using a mirror, most likely. Right. <laughs> so there's this little girl. She gets sick with the fever. The doctors keep checking to make sure she's alive. Her parents will not leave her side. And her name's Mary. Yeah. Her name is Mary. Um obviously. (laughs) And so she is really sick. Her parents, like, is she dead? Is she not dead? So apparently all the neighbors start thinking, like, this little girl's dead. The parents are, like, mortified and, like, they do not want to let their little girl go, so they're just, like, chilling out with her corpse. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah, sorry, but really twist. It is sad. Like, she died. So the, a neighbor convinced the parents to, like, go to town. Like, go, hey, go, like, enjoy yourself for the night. I'll chill out with Mary. With your dying slash dead kid. Yeah. Enjoy so, yourself. So homeboy um, decides to dig a grave. And just get and rid. And buried her. But at the time, they're also doing the bells because people are getting buried alive. The bells. And for anyone that doesn't know, they used to bury people with a string that connected to a bell on the There'd outside like, of their grave. So that way they could pull it if they were still if alive. they were alive. And so... He buries her, but then he goes home. Like, he doesn't stick around to see if the bell rings. And so... He's like, she gone. Yeah. Turns out. And Mary woke up. Uh, She starts ringing her bell, like, hard. Panicking. Yeah, because she's underground. I would definitely freak. Right. 
the bell falls over. So her bell's no longer ringing because it's on the ground. And uh, so then she decides to claw her way out. Like, I'm going to dig out of this casket. Right. That's Obviously, your... it doesn't work. Yeah. So she suffocates to death. Aww, and Mary. so her parents come home from their out night on to the town. And they're like, Gil, where's my daughter? She's in the grave in the backyard. Her bell's knocked over. Dig her up. And there's probably, like, claw marks on yeah, the inside. Yeah, clawed up. <gasps> her fingernails are broken. Cause she tried, and so they realized that her their daughter had been buried alive. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine if we had to still be buried with a bell, and then you they give you the you luxury hear? of giving you a bell, and then you ring it, and they don't. Yeah. They're just like, oh, it's fine. Like, don't worry, homegirl. You'll have a bell if you're still breathing down there. That's so and scary. And then we're gonna stick around to see if your bell's ringing. So this is linked to Bloody Mary because they used the mirrors to check if you were breathing. So when their parents dug her up, hey, maybe homegirl's still alive. They put a mirror on her nose, which sucks in her soul. And another portal. Yeah. So she's in a portal. So when you use the Bloody Mary thing with the light, that's why you use a candle instead of a light. Because back in those days, they didn't have electricity. And uh, so it would, she comes up and she claws you. Because she's mad. Right she's like, what the heck? Like, you guys I was buried to death. Like, I died and claw- tried to claw myself And out. she's probably trying to claw other people because she's probably trying to rest in whatever piece she has. And they're like, bloody Mary. And she's just like, right. I'm going to claw you're your like, eyes dude, out. Just let me sleep, okay? <laughs> Imagine being bloody Mary and trying to rest in every single or, kid in the world like, what is think, saying bloody Mary like, at their sleepover. You're asleep, just like she was. Then people wake you up and you're, in her mind, she's still in her coffin. So she's clawing oh, her way out of the mirror, which is clawing the person on the other side. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Huh. So those scary. Are scary Mary. It still scares me, but it honestly doesn't scare me as bad as you, it sounds like. Yeah. So I, okay. So anyway, that's the story of Bloody Mary. And now to my, so Supernatural season, like episode one, not really, but season it's one. It's like at the beginning. Though. Yeah. They, you, they did the Bloody, the Bloody Mary. Mary. I legit... Would not watch the episode. You've never seen it? No. That's actually a good episode. Well, I won't watch it because it's literally terrifies me. I think they help her. I think it would be like, you know how like sometimes they, I don't know if they help her or kill her though. So I feel like they probably killed her. <laughs> I don't know. They probably smash all the mirrors in the world. Probably. Knowing Sam and Dean. <laughs> yeah. So but. that's the story of Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. So they were, so we kind of had some spooky stories. They weren't super spooky. You won't yeah. stay up tonight, hopefully, thinking about Peter knocking Mary. on your door and Mary. Don't look at the mirror. You are I mean, probably going to think about your reflection moving, though. <laughs> You're, sorry about that. I just inflicted my fear onto you guys. <laughs> Honestly, I have a friend that has always told me she was a little bit scared of her reflection because of that. And I always thought, like, you're so goofy. But now that you say that, apparently, like, maybe more people have that fear than what I thought. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that pretty much sums it up for our spooky story segment. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in if you stuck around this long. Yeah. And (laughs) I decided to take it upon myself to um, read you guys some two-sentence horror stories. Um, Just because I thought they were kind of fun and they were kind of spooky. And one of them actually did stick with me. And I was thinking about it last night. And I was like, that's honestly scary. Um, also, apparently these were on Netflix. I did not realize that. Hopefully, so, disclaimer: if you oh, hear this on Netflix, they have the rights to the story. <laughs> these aren't from Netflix. I'm oh, just saying, okay. like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, maybe they maybe like put them on the Netflix okay. special, so you may have heard them in the past if you've watched that show. But if not, and you're like me and you've never heard of the 
two sentence horror stories on Netflix, then these should probably scare your pants off. So the first one is this. Oh wait, I have not heard these yet. So oh, they're probably gonna scare you. Let me ah! just put that out. So if I react, sorry. <laughs> You're welcome. Live. I know one <laughs> of these gave me chills. I'll give you that. Okay. So the first one is there is a picture in my phone of me sleeping. I live alone. No, 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 no. I pranked Alex one time and did that. And he was so scared. So like I got home early and I took a picture of him on his phone and then I put it in his, I don't even know if I left. I think I was just like, I pretended like it wasn't me. Like he was like, did you take this picture? I was like, no, what the heck? And he like, believed me. And he was like, no, I was just like, Alex, what the heck? Like, I'm so scared, and, like, I just played it up. And he did get scared. I honestly kind of feel bad about that. I... If somebody did that to me, I would leave my house immediately. Because I, you were talking about your fears, the mirrors. My fear is someone like also... living in your attic? Well, I wouldn't call him a hobo, but I would say, like, a scary freaking person in my house. Like, someone that comes in there and, like, gets my dogs used to them and, like, just hides when I'm, like, hides in my closet or something. Like, right. I don't know I why... I'm always worried someone's in my attic. Well, I watched this house, I think, or this movie. I think it was called Open House. I think it was called Open. No, wait. Open House? I don't think that's right. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a scary movie. If I can remember what it is, we'll put it in the show notes. But um, it was a scary movie about these people that move into this house, like, temporarily because her husband dies. And there's someone living in the basement. And he's, like, a killer. Worst nightmare ever. Like, the worst possible situation that could happen to you. yeah. So I'm going to move on to the second one. So it says, you hear your mom calling you into the kitchen. As you start heading down the stairs, you hear a whisper from the closet saying, don't go down there, honey. I heard it too. What would you do? Okay, but I would like, just jump out the window. Let's talk about mom hearing you when you were <gasps> No, I wasn't going to tell that story because that's what made it so scary. So when we were younger, we lived in a very scary house. We'll have, can, a, we'll have an episode yeah, we on can, it. My mom, our mom, not my mom. She's our mom. Um, <laughs> she's is going to come in and tell the story. And she might. I mean, I'm going to convince her to. She might get emotional though, because she actually like that stuff scared her so bad. Obviously, but yeah, no, there was this time, and Amy did something really creepy in this house too. So <laughs> I was like six, five or six, and apparently, um, my mom was in the house, and we were in the house, and I had asked her if I could go across the street to the neighbor's house. She was upstairs and she's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. So she watches me through the window, like walk across the street to my neighbor's house and I'm outside playing with her friends and then we go inside. And while my mom is upstairs, she hears like me, my voice, not me. She hears my voice like screaming like, mommy, please come here, mommy. And like me getting like so upset. It freaks me out to even say it like that. Yeah, I was like, ah! (laughs) And she's like, I'm not going down there. Like, I know this is not right. So she calls the neighbor and is like, hey, is Jada in your line of vision? Is she with you? And the neighbor's like, what? Yeah, she's here. And my mom's like, can you see her? Like, is she with you? And maybe I've got this backwards. No, I think that's right. Okay. And so basically my mom like runs out of the house and is like, bye. I'm not staying here anymore. So yeah, maybe that's why that one scared me so bad. Because imagine you're just Hey, come down here. You go down, like you start to go down. Okay, but like, uh, which don't go down there. The, exactly. The, ghost, the one exactly. in the closet or the one down there? You don't know. So it's and like, like, what's if your someone's options? talking from my closet, that's probably going to creep me out than when my mom yelling for me. I'm like, I'm just, I just out need the to window. go do the chores. I, I got to go milk a cow. Bye, guys. <laughs> right. So the next one that I read that really freaked me out it says, 
The last thing I saw was my alarm clock flashing, 12.07, before she pushed her long, rotting nails through my chest, her other hand muffling my screams. I sat bolt upright, relieved it was only a dream. But as I saw my alarm clock read 12.06, I heard my closet door creak open. Uh, so have you ever had sleep paralysis? Yeah, I had it like two nights ago and it scared the life out of Dude, me. Dude, when I was in college, I always had sleep. Like I barely get it at home, but like I always had sleep paralysis of a woman standing at the end of my bed. Oh, and so like gosh. I would, no, you can't move. And I was like, what the heck is happening? So here's a fun fact. I used to get sleep paralysis all the time. And this is a really weird way that always gets me to get out of sleep paralysis. It might work for you. <clears throat> I've told it to a few other people and they say that it works. Um, wiggle your toes, mm-hmm. like wiggle your toes and try to count your fingers. That is the best way to like jump yourself awake because you're having to use like your like physical body right. to do that. So I don't know. That freaked me out though. Yeah, that is creepy. Yeah, I, I was one like, time, uh... one of the first times I ever had sleep paralysis, I was sleeping with mom because I was, I'm super asthmatic. I'm young and I'm on breathing treatments and I would wake up and sleep paralysis and it caused me to have a panic attack, which caused me to have an asthma attack. And so I could not breathe. And it was in the, your pink bedroom and you had a pile of laundry on the chair. Like, and I thought it was like a man. <laughs> And so I was trying to reach for mom and I just but remember. you couldn't move? Yeah. And she's laying beside me and finally she wakes up because like, I'm not breathing. I'm like choking. And she was like, it's okay. And I'm like, there's a man across the room. Just <laughs> we kidding. have bigger issues. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's just Jada's clothes. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> not a murderer. Put your laundry away. Okay. God, the people have sleep paralysis. <laughs> oh God. So this is the last one I'm going to leave it with just so we can go ahead and close out because I think we kind of already got this episode kind of long at this point. Yeah. But So my daughter won't stop crying and screaming in the middle of the night. I visit her grave and ask her to stop, but it doesn't help. Nope. That's sad. Kind of like Peter. Yeah. Still Or alive. Mary. Or a demon impersonating her. I feel like that would be the supernatural thing that would be true because after the other, mom... Yeah. yeah, who knows? Did you know. have you ever seen that like the sp- the weirdest graves? And there's a grave where uh, this little girl died, and she was scared of thunderstorms, so the mom made staircases down to like so she could sit with her daughter every single time it thunderstormed. Wow, that's interesting, but very dedicated. A mother's love. Right. The fact that this mom though is like oh, she just keeps screaming in the middle of the night, so I go to her grave and I ask her to stop, but it doesn't help. What do I do? <laughs> How can I get so this do you have kid? any suggestions? <laughs> How do I get this kid to quit screaming in the middle of the night? Except for she's dead. Yeah. Okay. That's enough horror for one day, yeah, I feel I like. We did an okay job. Yeah. Welcome so, to our first episode. Hopefully well, we get better with time. Yeah. And we're gonna try to not interrupt each other so badly, but that's pretty much like what we do. We either say the exact same thing at the same time. Or we just constantly interrupt each other and then just keep interrupting each other. (laughs) So hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, Like we had mentioned earlier, please visit our website for more information and to request episodes. Um, We have lots to bring you guys and stay tuned for next week because Amy is going to be telling the tale of the Black Dahlia murder. And I'm going to try my best not to interrupt her. It won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try. I we think. will end up on a whole different topic. Okay, I'm going to take a, a small oath. My Girl Scout oath. I 
vow to not completely distract us during the Black Dahlia episode. Okay. But the next episode is mine, so I will probably you'll be the one interrupting. Ourselves. Yeah. I will not take such rules. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. But thank you guys for thank listening. You. Thank you. Um we hope you like gruesome gab and come back and see us again because we're excited about this hobby. We actually have a hobby in common. <laughs> That's not true. We haven't had a we haven't had a hobby in common since we used to play Nintendo dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. See you guys next Sunday for Black Dahlia. Bye guys.